0: This episode contains references to issues that some athletes and people in high-performance sport may find troubling. If you need support, reach out to confidential services such as AIS Be Heard and the AIS Mental Health Referral Network. Details can be found on the AIS website, ais.gov.au. Hello and welcome to our Coaching and Officiating podcast series. My name is Cam Tradell, and I'm the Project Lead for Coaching and Officiating at Sport Australia. Over this series, we will look at what it takes to modernise Australia's coaching and officiating system. Each podcast, we will be joined by a special guest who will share experiences and practical tips on their topics. We're pleased to have Lauren Burns join us today. Lauren won an Olympic gold medal in Taekwondo when the sport made its debut in the Sydney 2000 Olympic Games. Lauren is currently working with the AIS Gold Medal Ready Program, assisting athletes preparing for Tokyo and Paris. She is currently completing her PhD in lifestyle practices and mindset of elite athletes and has published papers of her work in the British Journal of Sports Medicine. Welcome Lauren, it's great to have you uh, on the line.
1: Thanks so much for having me.
0: Interesting uh, journey for you, and I know from winning a gold medal at the 2000 Olympics to where you are today and publishing uh, research papers, I'd be really keen to understand, but what are your research papers? You know, what are they really about? And and what was the motivation to actually duck diving down into your subject area?
1: Well, it's funny you ask what the motivation was, because I think with research, you never really, well, you don't always go where you first set off to to go so i my background is i'm also a naturopath and nutritionist and i was actually looking at doing a clinical trial on organic food and how that impacted athletes so basically whether you know eating pesticides could impact cognitive function, reaction time, performance, that sort of thing. So that was where we started, but we ended up not getting the funding for that trial, and i I don't know, I think one day maybe I'll do that. So as part of looking at at food, we were also looking at lifestyle, and that was kind of the umbrella. To sort of, when you look at the research with athletes, there's a lot out there, and a lot of it is sort of broken down into different areas, and they're sort of, you know, these little silos of, you know, you might have all the sport psychology research, and then you've got all the biomechanics or the physiology and all the and nutrition, you know, they're huge, but sort of lifestyle as as a holistic framework is not really looked at. So I guess to start with, I decided to go to the top <laughs> and I chose, you know, Olympic and Paralympic gold medal winning athletes or world championships, so depending on the benchmark event of their sport. So, you know, some some sports don't have, you know, Olympics. So, um, you know, surfing, for example. So I had people like Lane Beachley, Ian Thorpe, Russell Mark, Kerry Pothast, Jackie Cooper, like these incredible athletes and I purposely sampled them. So I had a real cross-section of individual athletes, team sports in a small team or team as a big team. So I had Chloe Dalton from Rugby Sevens, uh, combat sports. I had Carmen Martin, who's world champion in Taekwondo. So I had this real cross-section and really we were just, you know, Cathy Freeman asking what, you know, what do you do with your life? How, what did you think, what did you attribute your success? What did you think impacted your performance negatively, positively? They were very open-ended questions and we didn't really know where we were going to go from that. So it was, it was actually fabulous. And I think when I first retired myself from elite competition, I didn't really want anything to do with high performance sport. I didn't think I'd be, certainly didn't think I'd be doing research but coming full circle, I've just, you know, I've really enjoyed this process and especially seeing some of the results that, that have come come from it. And then we did a larger a study, a survey, which we uh, surveyed Australian athletes from, you know, podium to, you know, emerging athletes. So that was also another, but they all kind of actually supported the findings that were in our initial study.
0: That's interesting. You sort of started to talk about, um, you know, some of the positives and some of the negatives. Were there common traits coming through with regards to absolute imperatives at the at the development years of athletes that came through as just being key and core to their success?
1: Well, I think, you know, intrinsic motivation, unstructured play are really big markers in development. We didn't really ask a lot about – there wasn't a lot about upbringing necessarily. Some were more like, you know, obviously – naturally gifted I mean Russell Mark talks about like you know just throw anything in the air and he can shoot it (laughs) like he just was sort of born with that ability um and others you know really worked it a lot more but that intrinsic motivation was certainly something that was cultivated and developed in all those athletes it was really apparent so psychological attributes were just outstanding so that realistic optimism resilience that ability to be knowledge seekers going out finding anything leaving no stone unturned being really resourceful that intrinsic motivation like all of those attributes were really strong and then there were these other elements so it was really this those psychological attributes the performance strategies which obviously you know we're talking once you talk to athletes at that level they don't sort of you know it's not about their skill necessarily or their talent I mean those things are a given they've worked so hard to get to that point that that's really well established then the lifestyle practices which is something again that I as I mentioned it wasn't really where I thought I was going to go but that was quite quite fascinating and then I think the thing that really stood out to me was the importance of interpersonal relationships and how that can attenuate stress and how intrinsic that is to to performance and those four elements, those so psychology performance relationships, and lifestyle it's like there's a there's this it's like a dynamic interplay, so those elements are it's like a tilt of where the athlete needs to lean into those areas more, and that's something that's about is very, very uh, apparent with that mastery level athlete because it's about their ability to self-regulate and to be able to lean into that, like to be able to get those psychological skills or draw on their knowledge in that space. and Or, you know, do they need to go and catch up with a friend and have a laugh or, you know, talk to their coach or hang out with their, you know, go to their parents for dinner. and <laughs> You know, like those, so that, that's something that, those athletes that are at that top level have really they know themselves so well that they're able to do that without really thinking. And that's sort of where you you know, you want to get to in that space is being able to move between those elements.
0: That's really interesting. Did anything come out in your research that talks about, you know, where people do go when when they want to get that help and support?
1: In terms of a positive Way to motivate people is this level of challenge and support, and I haven't written about that a lot in my papers, but I certainly wrote quite extensively on it in my thesis. And it's that level of being able to to challenge someone. You want to, people to stretch, and you know we're talking about you know if you're going to the olympic games or you're going for a gold medal you you need to rise to that occasion so that and the athletes want to be challenged the coach wants to challenge them and so you want people to grow and you want them to stretch but they need to do that in have they have need to have that you know respectful environment and to be able to you know have the support backing there as well and to feel like they were supported. And I know with me, my coach, my club coach, like he always pushed me and challenged me, especially mentally in ways that I I never thought that I, I could grow, but I always knew he had my back and he was do he had my best interest at heart and I could say to him, Look, this is too much or, you know, he I always felt like there was a really op- open dialogue, but, you know, I think there's also, there's just human decency as well like just being a good person um you know just and being you know getting the best out of someone is not you know putting them down or making them feel you know less than or yeah about their you know specific body characteristics or anything like that so that that can be quite damaging for life and one of the things that when i was writing up the paper about so i wrote an editorial piece about interpersonal relationships specifically that was published in um the british journal of sports medicine so i can give that to you i can give it to you and you can share it with your listeners but one of the things that we that i highlighted in that paper is that unfortunately as and this is in the world but you know certainly in australia as well as athletes progress along their journey as the higher they get in the performance pathway the higher chance there is of Bullying, ostracism, violence, sexual assault, all kinds of abuse, harassment, coercion. Now that's really unfortunate. So it is topical, and there's you know this is great. We're having these kinds of conversations at the moment because those sh- things shouldn't be happening. And you know you think about our kids, and we play you know have great community involvement. And our kids go so off and play sport, and they get involved in teams. And if they want to progress, they go further, and they you know. And then they get into this little hamster wheel of elite sport and you don't want them to be, have all of those things happen. So I guess part of putting that in the editorial is that we need to t- speak about this and to, you know, keep talking about it until it's not there anymore. And, and, and there's a lot of things that we can um, put in place to to educate our you know coaches and support staff and people that are around the athletes because that's one of the things that we found was um highly important and the athletes you know said that they often valued some of the support staff more than they did the coach. So, you know, the masseur, the physio, the people that are traveling. And, you know, I think there's a lot in that. So when I was thinking about that, it wasn't just that the masseur was a you know, nice person, um, but there's human touch, there's regularity. Often the masseurs traveling with them or they're seeing them every day. And there's also a sense of, you know, there might be some more power dynamics with the coach where you've got selection or whatever that might be going on. It's a little bit more high pressure. When an athlete's just sitting, laying on the table or getting their ankle strapped by the physio, or whatever, they can just chat. Um, and so I think these, you know, these uh, service providers, you know, they have a great role to play in performance. So, and I, you know, a lot of the, the some of the work that I was uh, drawing on when I wrote this piece and I talk about it in the article is how you know equality relationships so people that you feel comfortable with they don't have to be you know it's not a disney it's not all utopic but those people that you can be your real authentic self with uh they actually being around them just being in close proximity can lower cortisol levels and you know all a lot of your stress markers will come down just just being near someone which you know we kind of all know like we have good friends that you just hang out with you feel great just being with them or you you know you think God. Oh, i don't, So glad we caught up. It was awesome seeing them. I just feel, you know, they just lift you. And, you know, people are like that. We need that human connection.
0: When you talk about that, I think about the role that that community has to to service that with regards to providing athletes, players, participants with that ability to, if they do need to talk, they do need help, they do need support, is that it can almost cultivate uh, athletes and condition them so that for the 1% that actually get up to you know podium performance level or you know the small percentage that if we can arm athletes and participants with the tools to navigate through that so if they are faced with something like that i think that becomes very very powerful with regards to you know regaining their power in in situations that you're talking about
1: that's right and one of the great things about sport is that many of the skills that you learn while you're playing sport or you're involved in, you know, community level, grassroots, whatever level of, you know, sport and recreation, those skills are relevant in so many different areas. So, you know, it's not just getting someone to, you know, compete at a mastery level or an Olympic Games or World Championships. It's also, you know, this is about growing our community and our culture and, you know, keeping people active and you know so we there's so many elements to you know along that pathway that if we can support people and and you know provide skills and it's you know for their health and well-being and you know there's just so many benefits really so we don't want people having a bad experience and stopping it and then they are always got sort of this negative association with sport or their coach or that they, they don't want to go back to that sport. yeah that's not good <laughs>
0: I like what you said before. It's about that community cohesion as well, about sort of reflecting your community and, and reflecting who you want to be. So, aspirationally, you may not want to play for Australia. That may not be what you want to be aspirationally, but you want to be a better person. You want to be better yourself. And sports are a great conduit for
1: it. Yeah. And we talk in, in the Gold Medal Ready program, we talk about experiential avoidance. So, and, you know, reminding athletes of that it is our, you know, as human nature, is that as we get towards something that, harder we our mind is like go back don't do this it's hard it makes me feel uncomfortable I don't like it you know but to do any of those great things in life like to finish your degree or to finish you know running a half marathon or a marathon or whatever it might be you have to move you have to lean into that discomfort and that's where that you know coaches and support teams can be really influential and teammates and that you know social scaffold but you know those things are you know sports just such a, a nice parallel for it because you know I mean I talk my son got his black belt in taekwondo and you know there was times when he didn't want to do it and it's like he pushed through and he got it and so now that can be you know it's like well you didn't want to do this and you put, and it's the same with. You know homework or you know study or finishing your work or getting a, a submission or whatever it might be that you're doing It's sometimes we have to just lean into that discomfort a little bit and, and that's when we grow and we stretch
0: fantastic lauren thank you so much we really really appreciate your time this afternoon it's always good to catch up and talk really appreciate you've given us a lot to think about there and thank you so much Thank you for joining me today. If you'd like to find out more about coaching and officiating or have any feedback or questions, please email us at workforce@sportaus.gov.au. At My name is Cam Trudell, and I look forward to you joining me for the next podcast in the coaching and officiating series. If you need support, reach out to confidential services such as AISB Heard and the AIS Mental Health Referral Network.
1: Details can be found on the AIS website, ais.gov.au.